Hi, and welcome to The Joy Shift. I'm Caroline. And I'm Jeff. And we're here to talk to you about how you can find joy in your life, because guess what? Everybody's looking for it. Absolutely. And the way you find it is by serving others. Exactly. Exactly. And hey, before we get started, let me just say that if you like what we're doing here, if you like what we're talking about, do us a favor, head over to the Facebook page, give us a like, and let us know what you think. Give us a review and give us your feedback. We'd love to know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. And Caroline's going to share a story a little bit later about somebody who heard our podcast and went out and found a way to serve. We want to hear from you about how you're serving others. Exactly. I mean, that, that's what we want to share. So, Yeah, yeah, because we, we love serving other people and Amen. the joy that it brings us and the joy that it brings those people. Right. You know, it's a two-way street, so it's a, it doesn't get any better than that. Amen. Amen. You know? Um, so Jeff, yeah, tell us about your week. Holy cow. Well, you know, cooked down a daily bread, uh, Tuesday and Thursday cooked for 1200 people. And you know, that's every week, Jim McCodgkins and the crew down there. We do a great job feeding 1200 hungry people in Hammond that's every week. That's awesome. And so it's, I never want to downplay that, you know, because it, yeah. it's just it's just incredible. The whole Daily Bread, the whole organization, John Hare and all those guys, uh, just just phenomenal. What what we're able to do to help people who need help, and uh, and then uh, Friday I headed down to New Orleans, um, University of New Orleans Lakefront, and uh, helped one of my good friends Eric Hun with Team Pigglesworth. And competing in uh, hogs for the cause. That's a huge contest. Huge deal. And it's a benefit, right? Huge deal. Benefit. And the whole focus is uh, generating money to help uh, families affected by pediatric brain cancer. Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough one. It's rough. It's rough. And uh, like 89 teams competed. Wow. That's huge. uh, and of course, Team Pigglesworth came out once again seven years in a row with fan favorite, which means the fans uh, bought more food from our booth than any other. That's and, incredible. Yeah, it is. And uh, those guys, it was great for me. <laughs> it was really great because I didn't have to worry about the competition side of it. I mean, I, you know, I was I was freed from that. I could help, advise, whatever. But my job was cooking seafood jambalaya on Friday night and regular jambalaya on Saturday night and uh, bread pudding. So, I mean, I had an easy go of it. And I thank Eric for, for giving me the opportunity to be there. Yeah. Um, it and was you, great. You've been there how many years now? It was 17 when I was there. And and we took third in pork with my pork, but um, uh, so that was uh, they had they still had the trophy. Were you on? Did you cook with them other than just the seventeen? No, that was it. That one was time, it? yeah, one okay. time. Because I know uh, he asked you. I think you must have. Had well, we got on. you know things happened and we got you know right. diverted and all kinds of stuff. But anyways, great event. Great organization, great people who love others and really just hearts of servants that just want to get out there and say, hey, I love you. And I want to take care of you. And the whole focus is around those families that are impacted by pediatric mm-hmm. brain cancer. Yeah. They had a, a family come to the team meeting for the cooks. And uh, it was a, a, a mom and a dad and a baby, or a four-year-old. And the four-year-old's 
you know, it's really rough and she has cancer and mm. these parents adopted her. Oh, she was given up for adoption once wow. they found out she had brain cancer. And, that's, th- and this family stepped in and and, and adopted her. And wow. uh, yeah, that's I mean the, the the hearts of people involved in this thing are just incredible. So yeah. it was a great event to be involved with, and we'll be there next year. We'll do whatever we can, but um, it just you know another another way for people to reach out, help, and serve um, people who need help. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. The hearts of those people are huge. Oh, huge, <clears throat> huge. Um, anything else? Well, that was it. And then, um, just getting ready for the big cook. The big, that's a big one. You got I haven't announced it yet, but tomorrow I'm cooking for the Harlem Globetrotters. What? <laughs> that's going to be amazing. How cool is that? Yeah. That's How gonna cool be is that? Cool. I'm just tickled that I was asked, um, big Brown, um, guy, he's, uh, involved with the UPS drivers, union teamsters. And um, I've fed them you know, through disasters, and he uh, he loves what we cook. He just he just thinks it's the best. And um, he played for the Harlem Globetrotters, and and he asked me. He said, "Jeff, they're coming to town, and and I want I want I want it to be really special. So I want you to cook for him." Well, we like, all know you know how to do special. That's it. So that's it. we're gonna make it good. We'll see how it goes, and I'll give you a report next week. But yeah, it's yeah. gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be great. What about you, Bookie? I had a great week. Um, New Heights was, you know, awesome as always. Um, but Saturday, uh, this is kind of a very cool story. Mm-hmm. I didn't even tell you this yet. I was thinking about it. Come yeah, on. I was thinking about it coming home today. Um. So we we have these, I've mentioned before, if y'all have been listening to the podcast, these three kids that come on Saturday and they have their lesson together and they're all about nine years old. Well, one of them, one was out this week um, or last week and we had two boys and the one that I was leading, he's just, I talked about him last week. He's just adorable and he's super... Uh, polite and just, you know, just a great kid. And, um, so we're, we're, uh, we're doing a game in the arena and the the kids are on the horses and, um, they would have to go to a certain letter. There are letters around the arena. And when they got to their letters, they each had a different letter and they would have to give a positive word, uh, that started with that letter. So he got to F and Marika said, you know, okay, Billy, give us um, a positive word that starts with the letter F. And he's, he's kind of looking and he's, you can tell he's thinking, his wheels are turning and he couldn't think of it. And so he looks over at me and he says, Miss Caroline, <coughs> can you help me? And so I just off the top of my head, I said, fancy. So he turns to Marika and he says, fancy. And Marika says, oh, that's a great word. And he looks down at me and he goes, Thanks. With just this big smile on his face. And he's just so adorable. And this kid is just, I don't know. I just love this kid. But here's the really cool story. (coughs) You okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. The really cool thing is we were doing a, um, 
a game. It was a competitive game. And part of the reason for the game, among other things, was for these two kids to learn to be good winners, mm-hmm. right? And good and, losers. Yeah, yeah. So Marika prefaced the game with that, you know, that whoever loses, she wants them to be a good loser, and whoever wins, she wants them to be a good winner. Well, they're both very, very competitive kids, and they were, they were, uh, we were not, myself and Darla, who were the leaders, we were not hooked up to the horses for this game. It was, so it was on them to win or lose, right? Yeah. So he's, you know, they're, they had to do um, this, it was, they had to do something in a certain amount of time. And they didn't have a lot of time to do it. So they had to go as fast as they could with walking the horse. They weren't allowed to trot or anything like that. But while they were playing this game, one of the horses in the barn named Raspberry was going home. So Raspberry was leaving New Heights and going back home, which happens with the horses. They come and go. And um, so our instructor during the week, Vicky and her husband were there coordinating. And the people who own Raspberry came with the trailer and they were going to load her up and take her home. Well, all this was going on while they were playing this game. Mm -hmm. Now, Billy, my guy, like I said, super competitive. So he's... He's trying, he's looking at the other kid, you know, and he's, he wants to stay ahead of him. And I was, we keep an eye on him. I was watching him and he's doing everything he could to stay ahead, you know. But while he was trying to win this game, which was his focus, he was also focused on a raspberry. Oh, wow. And he kept saying to himself, he wasn't saying it to me. He was saying it to himself. He was going, bye, raspberry. Oh. And he said it multiple times over this entire game. And it made me realize that as important as it is for him to win this game, which I know it was, and he did win. He won three rounds of it. He was focused on a raspberry. Wow, that's cool. And and when I thought about it, it it got me choked up, you know, because his kids got so much compassion. He didn't want to see raspberry go. Mm. And to for a kid who struggles with issues mm-hmm. like these kids do, that's why they're there. For him to wow. be focused on raspberry and what raspberry's going through, it just—I don't know—I I found it very. Um, I was really touched by that. Yeah, very. Cool. You know, yeah, super cool. But it was a great week at New Heights, as always. Um, what? No, you have a story about somebody who has been listening to the podcast. Yeah. And made a move. Yeah. So, um, we have a neighbor. Uh, I was walking the dogs the other day and she and her husband were out working in the garden and we got to talking in the driveway and she mentioned to me that she was volunteering at PetSmart with the adoptable cats. And she, she, they had cats and they're, the last one has passed away and um, they're not getting any more, but she loves cats. So, mm-hmm. but she told me 
that it was because of us that she started thinking, what can I do to help? Yeah, so um, she decided, and she's, you know, she can't do, like, she can't go and do a lot of, um, you know, work anywhere, you know, extensive work or stand for a long time or things like that. But she said, you know what? I can go for a couple hours every week and and take care of the cats. Exactly. Yeah, that's all it takes. And she loves it. And it it makes a big difference for the cats and for her. Exactly. And she loves it and she looks forward to it. Which brings me to the other thing I wanted to talk about. When we were at church this past Sunday, if you recall, Lewis talked about, um, well, he was talking about the rapture, but he was talking about um, looking forward to something, right? And how, you know, we all need to have things that we look forward to. And I thought, well, anybody who serves and volunteers somewhere, you do it one time, and I promise you're going to be hooked. (laughs) And that is something that you're going to look forward to every week or how often, however often you go, you know, and it's something that you're going to look forward to that is guaranteed to bring you joy, you know, and I mean, everybody wants joy in their life. That's it. And the solution is go find a way to serve people. You know, exactly. People are hurting all over. I mean, I don't care what it is. I don't care what income level. I don't care what race you are. I don't care about, you know, anything. It's like people are hurting and they're struggling, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. I mean, it's like the uncertainty is, um, you know, incredible. And so it's like find a way to make people's lives better. How do you do that? Serve them, you know, take care of them, feed them. You know, pet their cats, you know, walk their dogs. You know, I mean, it's like, it's like there's, there's, a, a, you know, a never ending array of opportunity to serve. And we just got to find the one that fits for us. Exactly. You got to find your lane. And, and pretty much everybody can find something that they enjoy yeah. serving with in. You Amen. know what I mean? And, um, the thing about it, you know, like you said, when you serve other people, it's going to help change their life, but it's right. going to change your life. Amen. It, it can't help but change your life. No question about it. You know, and Jesus told us to do unto others that we'd have them as we'd have them do unto right. us. Right. We would want somebody to help us, wouldn't we? Right. So why right. don't we get out there and help other people? That's it. And when you're out there serving and helping people, you forget about your stuff. Exactly. You're focused on making somebody else's life better. Exactly. You forget about your stuff. And 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 you do that long enough, your stuff goes away. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's true. Like, it's like it just ain't there. So, look, we really want to encourage anybody who's listened to this, you know, find a way to serve others. I don't care if you're hobbling around on reconstructed knees and you're old and you think you can't do anything and – you know, whatever. Hey, roll forks for the food bank. You know, I mean, f- there's, y'all have ladies that do just that. We, we do. We have ladies that come into the food bank and they just sit at a table and roll forks and napkins, mm-hmm. and they do it for two or three hours every Tuesday and Thursday, and 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 they love coming in. They keep coming in because they're part of our family. Exactly. And so it's like, you know, listen, get out and serve people. Yep. 
Get out and serve people. And the funny thing about serving, right, is that when when you when you have a group of people and they're volunteering somewhere, no matter where it is, right, it's funny because you're not getting paid for it, right? You know, you the only reason you're there is to help other people, yep. and yep. when that happens, I find it really interesting. Everybody wants a task. Yeah. If you're at your job right. and right. you're getting paid and you're on you're the clock, you're trying to get, out, to get of work. out of work. But <laughs> when you're good. serving, That's good. everybody wants to work. That's right. You People know, are like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Yeah. I mean, I know at the barn, um, it got to where we all there was lots of us who were always asking um, Jess, you know, is there anything else we can do? Is there anything else we can do? So she finally put up a whiteboard up out in the barn <laughs> with a list of chores that's always up there that need to be done. That's it. So if anybody wants to do them, you can do them. That's it. And um, yeah, it's, it, I think it's really interesting that her works that way. But, um, you know, anybody who, if you listen to any of the other podcasts, you might know that I have anxiety. And um, I can tell you, you know, one of the best things that I've ever done was take Jeff's suggestion and find new heights. And go cool. go over there and volunteer, because cool. it's, I mean, it's changed my world, yeah. as far as my anxiety yeah. goes. It really cool. has, yeah. And each and every one of you listening, listen. There's a. You're an amazing person, you know. God has blessed you with a a, a history of experiences and, uh, just your ability to relate to people. Um, in different circumstances is unique to you. And, and what we're saying is find a way to share that. What we're saying is find a way to, to serve others because when it's all said and done, you know, the lives that we impact are the ones that, you know, that those are our trophies that we'll take to heaven. You know, excuse me, when we're helping people, we're doing things that we need to do. Not only does our life here get better, but, um, you know, it's just, it's what God wants us doing, period. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Big so, time. Anyways. And it's a way to shine Jesus. It know? is. It is. Because that's what Jesus did. I mean, look, Jesus was God. He is God. And he could do anything. But he came down here to serve he us. He served. And that's die right. for us. You know, so it's incredible. That's stuff. right. He still serves us. Amen. Amen. wrap us up all right y'all lord we just come before you in jesus name we thank you for this amazing beautiful day and we thank you for all the the days that you give us lord we thank you that you love us the way that you do that you take care of us and um, we thank you that you reign over everything and uh, i just lift up everybody listening to this podcast i pray that you would um, bless them protect them and their families lord um, their pets um, keep them all safe and just uh, open their hearts and their minds to the idea of serving um, and show them where they can do that and um, be of the most help and where it's going to help them the most. Amen. And uh, we just thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for um, leading us, Jeff and I, into um, the lanes that we have to serve and um, the amazing people that we've met through that and uh, the friends that we have, and um, just the joy and the blessing that comes from doing it. And uh, 
we just love you, Lord. I ask that you would keep us all um, safe over the next week and um, allow us to do another podcast next week. Lord, we love you. We need you. And we know that we can't do anything in this life without you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you. I love you. We thank you all for listening, and um, we hope to see you next week, and we hope you all have a great week. See you soon.